Today is the Feast of Christ the King. This is a relatively recent addition to our calendar. It was created in 1925 by Pope Pius XI in the wake of World War I and in response to growing secularism and ultranationalism. It was established as a day to reflect on Christ who has power over all of creation and to put that into contrast to the powers of the world with the kingdom of Jesus. And so there's an eschatological dimension, a reflection on the end times when Jesus' kingdom will come into fullness, which is why we see the reading from Matthew today, a prophecy given by Jesus. Matthew's gospel was written in a situation not unlike Pope Pius. There had been a period of violence, and there was now infighting for positions of power and status, claiming to be more right or moral than other groups. And the author of Matthew frequently elevates imagery of violence and statements of judgment. He too was caught in the human condition of creating an in-group. And he identified this in-group in opposition to others and by claiming judgment on those who are different. It's important to note that scholars agree this story in Matthew is not from Jesus. It was of Matthew's creation. And for me, this provides some reflection for my own and for our own human habits of judgment. Even Matthew struggles with who belongs, who is judged, who gets to judge, and who has power. Although this story is of Matthew's creation, at no point do the sheep judge the goats or do they deny helping the goats. The judgment occurs only as an eschatological prophecy, meaning that throughout our lives, we cannot know who is a sheep or a goat. And that's not for us to judge. It's also not meant to stop us from helping one another and belonging to one another. Matthew's gospel as a whole is ultimately about family. In Matthew, Jesus continues to reimagine family as a chosen family. People who belong to one another, not through typical means of relationship, but through a new belonging based on love without barriers. The kingdom of Jesus is one where we belong to one another, not because of an accident of birth, but because of our shared humanity and our commitment to see the infinite goodness in all, to be kind regardless of traditional labels of belonging. The kingdom of Jesus is different from the power systems of our human creation because our systems work to keep us separate defining ourselves in opposition to one another. I am not that, I am not them. But the system of Jesus' kingdom is a system of mutuality, 
of belonging to one another. I belong to you. You belong to me. I recently heard an interview with Jesuit priest Gregory Boyle, the founder of Homeboy Industries, one of the largest gang intervention programs in the world. And he says, morality has never kept us moral. It's only kept us from each other. And in the context of Matthew and Christ the King, I think his words hit pretty deep. When we use systems of judgment and morality as claims of status for an in-group, then all we are doing is classifying and separating ourselves from one another. This is a tactic that people in power use. Keep the crowd separate and you can more easily control and manipulate them. If I keep thinking that I'm separate from someone, I'm more likely to be indifferent about them, to not care what happens to them. But as I've quoted Ellie Weissel before, the opposite of love is indifference. And when I stop caring about someone, I am denying our belonging together. Anything that keeps us from our belonging is the illness of this world. I belong to you. You belong to me. And of course, this passage from Matthew has definitely been used to separate and to judge. If people take this passage and think it gives them permission to judge others, I didn't see them feeding the hungry. They didn't clothe the naked. Obviously, I'm better than them. That use of scripture plays right into the powers of this world. But rather instead, if we appreciate the historical context of Matthew, acknowledge that scripture is inspired but not perfect, and we take into account Matthew's larger call to family, then we begin to formulate a reflection which does not grant permission to judge, but rather is a call to belonging. We, like the community in Matthew, will habitually use morality to create a distance between ourselves and others. How often do you do this? I'm not like those people. My values are better than that group's. But we must ask ourselves instead, how do we bridge the difference, the distance that we put between ourselves? And the answer is right in our passage. We care for one another. We show kindness to one another. Father Boyle says, kindness is the only non-delusional response to everything. When we respond with kindness, we are choosing Christ as our King with the clarity of belonging. I belong to you. You belong to me. And I think it's important to extrapolate this lesson to think about the small daily ways that we can let go of a system of separation. 
For example, I remember the first time my husband came to church with me. I grew up Episcopalian, he did not, and it had become a matter of pride for me that I knew all the words. I didn't need a book of common prayer or a leaflet or even most times a hymnal. But when I saw that he felt lost, felt uncomfortable, and was very clearly wondering how he would ever fit in, I realized that my status seeking was isolating him. I could not be indifferent to his discomfort. So I started always holding my leaflet or the Book of Common Prayer and singing from the hymnal, no matter what, to signal to anyone who was around me that this is okay to read along. And I started purposefully sitting next to newcomers, pointing out where we were and personally inviting them to come take communion. They belong to me. I belong to them. It's so easy to say, I want to be a successful Episcopalian. I want to know the prayers. I want to bow at the right time, cross myself at the right time. But Father Boyle says, we are not called to be successful. We are called to be faithful. And he goes on, I want to be faithful to a love that never stops loving to delight in the person that's in my path. So whenever I catch myself falling into a system of judgment, of status, or of separation, I return to this breath, to love in this moment. And moment by moment, we change the system of our mind and we change the system of the world by claiming our belonging to one another. Can you love the person in front of you and act from that already belonging? Nothing to prove, nothing to achieve, already belonging. Mother Teresa lamented that we have forgotten we belong to one another. And Father Boyle reflects on her observation by reminding us that the human journey is not about achieving goodness. You are already good. But if you lived from that goodness, that's a different story. We must change the systems of the world by changing the systems of our mind. I belong to you. You belong to me. Moving away from success as status over others, being more moral than others, achieving being a sheep instead of a goat, and instead we strive for a faithful life lived from our infinite goodness through kindness based on our already belonging to one another. I belong to you. You belong to me. Just take a moment, turn to a neighbor, and tell them that. I belong to you. No, literally, do this. <laughs> I belong to you. You belong to me.
Amen.